Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey friends, welcome to episode 57 of Eco Chic. Bonus episode, happy Monday, happy Earth Day. I'm so excited to have you guys here. My name is Laura Diaz and Eco Chic is a podcast all about practical science and sustainability. Today we are coming at you with a fun bonus episode. I thought it would be fun to do something special for Earth Day if you are listening to this episode on the day that it comes out. And if you're listening to it at a later date, these are still tips that you can implement anytime throughout the year. I really, really love the tagline of Earth Day Every Day, and it's something that I hear a lot throughout the year, whether it's an Instagram hashtag or I've seen it on t-shirts or I have seen other people just like saying it casually throughout real life. And I think it's such a powerful thing to remember that Earth Day is something that we really should be practicing every single day. It's something like, you know how they say Valentine's Day, a lot of couples are like, oh, I don't need Valentine's Day because I love you every day. Earth Day should be the same way. We should care every single day about these really vast lands that we have. We should care every single day about the environmental impacts that we're making. And we should remember that climate change is not just about cuddly polar bears dying in Antarctica. Yes, it's sad to see polar bears super skinny, dying, unable to find food. It's also really sad to talk about deforestation and orangutans, but also climate change is impacting you every single day. Whether you accept climate change or not, whether you're doing something about it or not, it's impacting all of us. So I think it's really important to just really encourage all of us to think a little bit more about our environmental footprints and how we can be kinder to the earth every day, not just on Earth Day, when everybody's posting really great photos of their family vacation to a national park. Earth Day is a lot more than that. Today I'm going to be sharing five tips on how you can make Earth Day every day. So basically just five tips on easy things you can do in your everyday life to be more conscious of your environmental footprint. Tip number one, eat more plants. So you don't necessarily have to be totally vegan or vegetarian or anything like that, but incorporating more plants into your diet will definitely alleviate your environmental footprint. As we know, animal agriculture is one of the biggest strains on our resources. Beef specifically has five times the carbon emissions of any other animal product. It takes a lot of resources to raise animals for agriculture, for human consumption. So let's think about the grains that go into that. Let's think about the water. Let's think about land usage. And all of that is really amplified when it comes to comparing those resources for plants. Beans could feed over 100 people an adequate amount of protein for their day for the same amount of resources that it takes to feed one single meal based of chicken. So that's a really powerful idea. There's also that famous statistic that it takes the amount of water of six months worth of showers to create one single pound of beef. So we're talking about chicken, we're talking about beef, very different kinds of meat products, but also environmentally intensive. So let's also remember that a lot of the arguments with protein and meat are that maybe you're not gonna get enough protein if you're on a vegan or vegetarian diet. Let's remember that the majority of the world does live on a diet of grains and legumes. 
And research shows that Americans actually far overconsume protein in their everyday diet. So we have a little bit of a skewed idea of what protein means. But with that, I would like to encourage everyone to just go for one meatless meal a day, one a week, whatever works for you, just getting yourself slowly into the habit of eating a little bit more environmentally conscious. So while that may mean no animal products for a single meal, maybe you want to indulge a little bit somewhere else. And that's totally fine if that works for you. But it's just about that consciousness and mindfulness around eating and how your food is really connected to the environment. Tip number two is avoiding the big four. So the big four are single-use plastic items that are totally unnecessary in your everyday life. So the big four, a plastic water bottle, plastic straw, a plastic shopping bag, and the disposable coffee cup. These are all things that are pretty easily replaceable. I like to suggest starting with a straw because a straw is something that you don't actually immediately need to purchase a reusable item for. You could just drink without a straw. But things like a coffee cup or a water bottle, if you're someone who is constantly forgetting them at home or forgetting them in your office, get a second one that you like to just leave in your car or leave in your backpack or your purse or whatever it may be so that you always have something on you. And then something like a shopping bag. There's a lot of really great compact shopping bag options that fold up teeny tiny. They're made out of like really cool parachute type material and something teeny tiny like that. Also just leave it in your car, leave it in your backpack somewhere where you're not even going to really notice the space. It's not taking up a lot of energy for you to move it from place to place with you, but it's something that you're always gonna have on you in the event that you are caught without your own shopping bag. So it's really just something that you can always have on you. Just keep like a little emergency kit if you are someone who often falls victim to the big four single-use plastics. Totally avoidable, totally unnecessary. And just, I think putting a name to them, the big four, makes them really tangible in my head personally. And that's when I really started being more active about just always having my backup options on me. Earth Day tip number three is composting. Composting is something that I really didn't get into until I was in college. I didn't know a whole lot about it, but a lot of the time people assume that food is going to biodegrade. And to an extent that's true, if you were to leave a patch of food out in your backyard, it would eventually decompose. But if you are putting food in a plastic bag, it is not getting oxygen that it needs to decompose. So when food is breaking down or any organic material, so this goes for like yard waste or paper products or even like hair and lint from your dryer, all of those things can be considered organic material that you could actually compost. But anyway, if it's breaking down without oxygen, you are actually producing methane, which is a greenhouse gas that's about 24 times more harmful than carbon dioxide in warming our atmosphere. So super, super potent. And actually Drawdown, which is currently like the leading expert in climate change solution research. It is a nonprofit, it's a best-selling book, um, something that I highly recommend if you're interested and looking more into climate change solutions. Reducing food waste is actually listed as the number four solution to combating climate change. So it is wildly powerful, something that's totally within our realm of possibilities. It's in our power to do right now. And it's a major curb that you can make on your end for what you're setting to a landfill and then also just your longer term emissions. So things that are leaving your home are still continuing to emit and influence climate change. So actually, fun fact, Eating more plants is number three on the list of 100 best climate change solutions. So there's a lot of things surrounding food, food waste, um, your consumption habits, things like that, that actually really impact your environmental footprint. Tip number four, take less flights. 
Flying is by far the most intensive thing that you can do to your carbon footprint as an individual in our current society. So the amount of resources that go into just picking up your body and moving it across state lines, across the country, across the world, really incredibly intense. The amount of energy that goes into the gasoline, the jet fuel, Airplanes are actually not that efficient. And if you are to ever track your carbon footprint online through one of those carbon footprint calculators, it shows that even if you're totally vegan, if you live zero waste, if you do all the other quote unquote necessary things to be like a real eco warrior, taking one flight will completely counteract all of that. It is amazing how much a single flight impacts your carbon footprint. So of course, if it's within reason, if it's within your time frame, if you can drive instead of flying, that is of course a much better option. Even if you're not driving in a very fuel efficient car, it will be more fuel efficient than moving your body in an airplane. However, if driving is not reasonable for your particular situation, I totally suggest purchasing multi-city tickets. And that's basically just purchasing multiple one-way tickets through a single airline to get you from place to place. So as opposed to taking one round trip across the country and then another round trip back across the country in a couple weeks, see if you can combine your flights so that they're a little bit closer together. So let's say that I have to go to a conference in Charlotte and then I have to go to New York City for something else. And I'm flying out of Phoenix, Arizona, total opposite side of the United States. It is much more efficient for me to fly to Charlotte, Charlotte to New York, and then New York back to Phoenix as opposed to flying round trip to Charlotte out of Phoenix being here for a couple weeks and then flying round trip to New York City. So I think that it's just a matter of flexibility you have within your schedule and within your commitments and whatever that may be for you. So this is different for everyone, but if you can finesse a multi-city ticket, I highly, highly recommend it. And of course, you can think about your carbon footprint transportation-wise in your everyday life on a smaller scale. So is there an opportunity for you to carpool with someone to work? Is there an opportunity for you to bike to pick up a single grocery item as opposed to driving your car a couple blocks just to drive it right back home? Is there an opportunity for you to maybe factor in a couple extra minutes to your commute every day so that you can walk to work and enjoy the springtime weather? You know, really like two birds, one stone, nice weather, good walk to work, light carbon footprint. We know that transportation is the largest sector of our current American society that is contributing to climate change pretty heavily. So if there is a way for you to curb your emissions little by little, even if it's just one day a week, one day a month, whatever works, that is really, really helpful. Tip number five in how to make Earth Day every day, shop secondhand. So this goes for clothing, furniture. There's a bunch of aspects of your life where you can thrift for something as opposed to buying a totally new item. And the reason that thrifting is so great is that it really goes along with the idea of a zero waste society where we are diverting something from a landfill. One man's trash is another man's treasure. You end up finding something really inexpensive, something really unique and something that didn't take any additional resources to produce for you. There's sometimes a little bit of fear shopping secondhand, whether you think that maybe you're not good at thrifting or you're looking for something really specific and you're not gonna be able to find it in your particular secondhand store. Maybe that's just a matter of practice. In my personal opinion, I think that's what it was for me. I did do an episode a few months ago on thrifting and then I actually gave a whole bunch of recommendations for great, really curated thrift stores throughout the country. And then there is also a couple episodes on sustainable fashion and I talked to some great girls in Chapel Hill about that. So if you're interested, actually for all of these tips, I have a ton of extra podcast episodes. If you wanna go back and listen to them, I'll link them in the show notes. So that's it for the five basic tips on how to make Earth Day every day. Of course, there's so many more things that you can do like bringing your own containers for leftovers at a restaurant, or you could opt for potted plants as opposed to a bouquet that's like wrapped up in plastic that's gonna die really soon. 
or you could work towards purchasing vegan, cruelty-free makeup and skincare items. So there's a whole lot of ways that you can think about your environmental footprint truly in every aspect of your life. It's actually really, really impressive how climate change impacts us every single day, like all the time. So there's a lot of different ways that you can get involved and just really take control of your carbon emissions as an individual. I highly encourage everyone to go back and listen to the additional episodes that I'm going to go ahead and link in the show notes if you want more details on any of these topics that I mentioned kind of briefly today. And I also want to remind everyone that lauraediaz.com, my website where all of these podcast episodes are also posted through, is also a resource for you if you're looking for additional books or supplies or you want more information on a particular subject. I do quite a bit of writing and I make sure to link a lot of things for you. There is actually like a whole post on books and resources, podcast episodes, documentaries, if you're interested in diving deeper into any of these ideas. And I'll, of course, go ahead and link that as well down below in the show notes. But with that, I just want to encourage everyone to have a really happy Earth Day. And remember that it's not just today. Every day should be Earth Day. Thank you so, so much for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead and leave a rating and a review on the Apple Podcast app. It's super, super easy. All you have to do is like be in the app. It takes three seconds. Go to the show homepage, scroll to the bottom, and there's a place for stars and then a little pop-up for leaving a written review. I so appreciate knowing what you want to listen to. I love connecting with everyone. If you want to talk about anything, please, please, please feel free to DM me at EcoChic Podcast or my personal page is Lori E. Diaz, and both are listed in the show notes always. You can also leave me an email through the contact me page on my website, lauraediaz.com, where all those resources are. I really do love connecting with everyone and knowing what's important to you and figuring out how living sustainably looks different for every single one of us. I think it's so important to open up that conversation. So I hope you have a really good day. Happy Monday, and I will see you tomorrow back for our regularly scheduled programs. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.